0: It's the start of NHL training camp, kind of a bummer, the um, Oliver Shillington news, um, he's not ready to, to start camp, so uh, once again they, they phrase it as a personal matter, so just hoping that everything's alright with that dude. Um, from a hockey standpoint, Flames could really use him this year. From a, a personal standpoint, like if there's something that's carrying into this year, that can be kinda shitty. Not kinda shitty, really shitty. So, you just, you, you hope that everything is okay, and I did, there was like 1% of me, and I... Again, we're, we're not close enough to the situation, so I, I genuinely have no idea what is going on, so it's probably reckless to, to even talk about, but... Um, I thought that there was maybe a, a little bit too much of a presumption that whatever issue he was having was just going to be solved by one season. Like, as someone who has dealt with certain issues in the past... There isn't a timeline that gets set on things like you, you think a benchmark of oh, I'm just gonna leave this I'm just gonna do that that's gonna fix it and it just it doesn't all, It doesn't follow that timeline. So hopefully that um, this is just a a brief one to two week thing and the the flames can um, And the flames and Shillington can get back to, to doing what both of them do, but it's Really really unfortunate to see and you just hope that everything with him is okay. Man, I don't know if there's a team in any sport that has gone to the second round of the playoffs that I know less about in any of the, like, major North American sports. Like, I I need to make a, a real concentrated effort to focus more on the Devils this year, because I got nothing on them. Um, I, I have a general understanding that Jack Hughes is probably pretty good, but... I didn't watch a ton of them in the regular season, and even, like, their playoff games weren't the ones necessarily that I was all that drawn to in the postseason. So they are they are 100% a blind spot team for me that I kind of need to need to focus on a little bit more this year. I don't know why, but, like, like, obviously when you think of Devils, you think of, like, the big one, like Niedermeyer and Stevens and those guys. Um... Whenever I think of the New Jersey Devils, it doesn't take long for me to think of Chris Terreri, one of the backup goalies they had. I had, like, eight hockey cards of him. Oh, there we go, Manjapani. I had, like, eight hockey cards of his. And, um, for whatever reason, he is one who I associate with the Devils. Like, just every pack I would get, there's a Chris Terreri, uh, New Jersey Devils card. I think he's going to be interesting with the, the Flames this season. Sharon Govich picked up in
1: the
0: um, uh, picked up in the Tyler Foley deal. I, I think that given the opportunities that he's going to be presented, that I think he's going to be presented anyway. Um, I think he's going to be really interesting for for the Flames. I would love to see him on the power play, which really struggled for Calgary last year. Um, a a guy who has scored 20 before in this league. So I I think he's going to be an interesting piece on the Calgary Flames this season. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see what Sharon Govich does and interested to see as things kind of go along where, how he's utilized, what lines he's on, and, and things like that, and just see where he fits in with the, uh, with the Calgary Flames for this upcoming season. Cause I, I think, like, it's too much to ask, hey, can you just fill in the 34 goals that walked out the door when we acquired you? That would be great. But I, I do think that he's going to be called upon to kind of replace some of that offense with, um, oh, that was dumb. Um, he's gonna be called on to replace some of that offense. On the Scott Stevens thing, I, um, on the podcast, Coach Potato Diary, did my list of, uh, top 10 NHL players of all time, and, uh, admitting bias 100%, threw Eric Lindros on there. I think he's a really, one of the rare guys who you could say, man, what if? Like, what if the, the concussions and all that stuff didn't come back to bite him? But also, he had a great career. Like, it, it's, it's impressive that you can go what if with the career he had, because it is an all-time great one. While also, just like, man, what if his parents weren't fucks about things, and what if he hadn't had all those concussion issues? Like, it's it's quite the career to have when you can say, oh yeah, he had one of the best careers of all time, but also, could have been better! I am stunned. Stunned! We are at training camp, and he's still on the Calgary Flames. That one, I did not see coming at all. Oh, there we go. Just rolling on him now. Um, but I I thought like his was the the one of the trade demand ones that was going to be dealt with before we got to training camp. Just it's it feels so clear that he's not re-signing with the the Calgary Flames. And by the way, we should check that on here, see if he'll he'll re-sign with our rebuilt squad. Um, but it, it just feels so clear that he wants to go play down south. That I'm surprised he's still on the club here. Flames basically brought back the same team from last year. Basically, yeah, minus Toffoli with Sharon Govich and um, Osterly. Basic, aside from that, yeah, it's basically the exact same team. And it is something that I've talked about before, where, like, you can make a very compelling argument with this Flames team that last year was worst-case scenario for almost everyone. Like, basically, everyone not named Tyler Foley. Last year went as bad as it's going to. So... The the team that a lot of people thought was going to be a a real contender in the West last year Bring all of that back with a coach who doesn't literally suck the life out of this team Um, and Maybe things will turn around. I I don't hate that and just kind of go with yeah, you know what maybe Maybe last year wasn't what we wanted it to be but the vibes are better now and see how far that takes you Um, I had kind of been saying this all offseason. I think for the Flames you, you go into the season hoping the vibes are immaculate and everyone plays to their hockey DB page and you can go on and pick up a win and if everyone still hates it, you move at the deadline um, and that's what uh, Big John is saying here. I feel like they keep all these um, expiring slash holdout contracts until the deadline if they're as good as everyone thought last year, they keep them and if they are what they were last year, trade them all and, yeah, I, I would say, like, you, you have to be very convinced that um, this team is, like, not just playoff bad. Like, if this team is in a wild card spot by the deadline, you move everyone. Um, I would even say by, like, January, you, you start to, to really push that. If this team doesn't get off to a good start this season, then, yeah, you blow it up, I think. Um, now I'm saying that on a stream where we decided the Flames needed to blow it up So that's like kind of the theme of this whole thing, but I, I think that if this team isn't where they need to be by Around January you start to, to really look at what are we doing? Who's here next year? Who isn't all right move all of them out that that has to be what the the Flames do you, you cannot let I don't think you can let any of these expiring free agents go anymore. Even if you just get a sixth for them at the deadline, just get something and and move along, let another kid fill another spot and, and go on that way. So yeah, I, I am with Big John on this. I think you see how this season goes. Hope the vibes lead to better on-ice results. And if they do in a substantial way, then you roll with it. Um, but if they don't, then you, you have to blow everything up. And I'm even, like, the Lindholm one, I'm very conflicted on. Because I think the world of Elias Lindholm as a hockey player. I think he is so good. And just, like, he is, it's an overused phrase, but he is the type of player that you win with. Um, And so, I think, (laughs) I'm waxing poetic and not killing penalties, apparently. Um, He is the exact type of player you win with. But A, they haven't. And B, you already have two guys who are going to be locked into long-term contracts on this team rather expensively into their 30s. Do you do you want another one? Um, so even if things are going really well, I don't even know if I want Lindholm on that kind of a contract, given where the Flames are right now anyway. Now, if, if they come out and are just like 15-1 and one to, to start the, the season, like just the... Everything is right where it should be. Everyone, instead of worst-case scenario, is now best-case scenario, and um, we're already building Walker Doer statues outside of the new arena. If this team looks like they are, like, contender contender, then yeah, sure. But I feel like if you're locking in with Lindholm, then all of a sudden you're kind of just locking into mid, you know? And again, I think Lindholm's awesome but there isn't a whole lot of upward mobility with this roster and i i just have concerns even if they are almost as good as we thought they were last year or thought they were going to be last year do you really want another long term veteran contract on your books given where that this team is at right now so it's it's an interesting discussion like i've I've thought for a little bit, like, okay, yeah, if this team's good, then, then lock in Lindholm. It's like, do you want to do that anyway? And I don't I don't know the answer to that. I think it's no. It's weird, because I really think he's a very good player. So to say, oh, you have a very good player who does everything you want in a hockey player, basically? No, don't sign that guy long term. It's, it's very conflicting for me. Thankfully, we have video games, and I don't have to make those decisions. Well, I mean, I do in the video games, but I... I can just quit the video game if it goes bad. Also, while we're here, I haven't said anything yet. Not that everyone was waiting on me, but uh, massive congrats to Megan Mickelson on the uh, the, the Flames radio gig. Um, I really enjoy every time she's on TV the the analyst analysis sorry that she provides, and I think she's going to be a, a, a real nice addition to the the radio broadcasts for the uh, the Flames this year. And uh, yeah, quite interested to see how they all quite interested to see how they all work. Listening to, or watching, I guess, the uh, clip from SDP the other day, where they were talking about Bedard potentially being a lock for four, or for at least 30 goals this season. I don't know if I'm there. Like, I'm going to be doing um, over-under predictions on my podcast this year, um, as I do with every, like, season preview pod. Um, and right now, I'm kind of leaning under on Bedard goals. And it's not because I don't think he's fucking awesome. Um, because obviously he is. And the goals that he was scoring in that rookie camp are filth. And the, the release is insane. I just don't know, like, who's he playing with this year? Like, they go out and get Taylor Hall. That's great. And I think Taylor Hall's going to help. But I don't know if at this point in his career, Taylor Hall is elevator of top prospect. Um, and someone who's going to be able to, to get this guy to to 30 goals. So I, I just, I worry about, like, the team around Bedard getting him to 30. Obviously he's incredible, and he's going to be a a real dynamic player to um, help the the, uh, Chicago Blackhawks, I think I've said Bears a couple of times in this, Um, to help the Blackhawks to get to where they want to to get to again. I just don't think that's gonna be this year. I I think that there is, there's just not a lot of help there for him to to be able to to get that done. So I think I I would go under 30. And yeah, as Toxic said, Thirty goals is a lot for a rookie. Like that, that is a lot, a lot for for a rookie. So I, I just feel like we're maybe a bit early on Connor Bedard goals. Like he's probably going to score 50 multiple times in his career. I just think maybe this year it'll be like 25 or 27. So that's just just my opinion on where I think Connor Bedard might be right now. I'm kind of up in the air on if I want to get NHL 24 this year. Um, like, I'm still having fun playing this game. One of the big things in, like, an era past would have been, hey, Connor Bedard's in the game. Although even that, like, he wouldn't have even been in this game, he would have been in the next one, which is something that is so wild to think about how shitty that was for a long time. Um, when the, the rookies weren't on the game until the next season after their first full year in the league because of some like contract PA stuff, but anyway, that's a Digression, but I don't know if I've like the gameplay stuff and oh the Defenses will get tired in the defensive zone if you're uh, pressuring them like I don't I just I Feel like now and part of it is your boy doesn't have a job right now Which is why you can be playing video games on the internet at nine thirty. um so that, like, is absolutely factoring in, but I just haven't seen enough from the new games to think, or from the new game to think that is worth dropping $80 on. Like, video, sports video games have never been a combination of more expensive and less original. Like, we had someone on here, um, a couple of times ago saying that, like, oh, they, they haven't really played these video games before and they they want to check them out. I was like, J- honestly, like, go buy NHL, like, Nineteen it's basically the same as this like that they just I Just don't know if there's enough year in year out to, to make those changes like if you want to go Was it last year or a couple of years ago when they, they had the the world junior stuff and the the world hockey or the the women's worlds on There then yeah like that that is a nice change and a nice adjustment, and I should give them more credit for that because that is um, Oh, we're fighting now um, but that that that's a nice kind of adjustment and a nice um, addition To to these to to make it worth your while, but I just like the gameplay has been the same for forever The the layout has been the same for forever. There's nothing new in trades. There's nothing new in drafting Um, You have actual CHL players in here now, so that's pretty sweet, but I I just feel like I I think someone I I saw someone say that where like the games should kind of just be free Like, you just get an NHL video game, and then you can buy the new roster, and you can buy the Legends roster, and stuff like that. Um, that might be, like, now, I'm saying this as the consumer, I'm pretty sure EA is just fine with the amount of money that they're ranking in on things like this, and Madden not changing at all, or anything like that. Um, so, but even, like... The, the new UFC game, like I have UFC 4, I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it, but Muhammad Ali is going to be on UFC 5. So your boys get in UFC 5, um, and there just isn't a whole lot that they could do in the new game that would make me think, oh yeah, that'll be fine. And it's, it's another thing that I would be, that I, I kind of come back to, and this is absolutely Old Man Yells at Cloud, I kind of miss renting games, like, I would like to just be able to play NHL 24, and I I think they do have some stuff, like, I think with Madden there was play it for a weekend for free, but even if there was just, like, a a free two-hour trial sometime, like, just let me see what this is like, and see if, like, my frustration with the menu being so slow and unresponsive, and see if that kind of, like, helps to, um... See if that kind of helps to make me want to, to get this game. Or if it's just the same as this year, then I'll just stick with this year. And part of it, too, is, like, I'm, I'm on Twitch and I want to have more people watching these and stay relevant. And so, like, continuing on with a, a Flames rebuild on NHL 23 when NHL 24 is out seems... Like, it, it it seems not super beneficial to to do that, but like Toxic just said, like, if you're planning on streaming, then yeah, it's probably worth getting the the, the new game for. Um, especially, you know, I'm, like, affiliate, you guys have to deal with ads and stuff like that, so... If you have to sit through a couple of minutes of ads, then who am I to not have the newest stuff for you guys to, to check out and to see? And, and all of those things, so... But yeah, like, if I was... If I wasn't doing these, would it be worth it at all to, to get one of the new games. I, I personally don't think so. Like, if it were me, um, I'd either, like, have this season going for forever, and, like, my, my buddy John and I, we're still playing Madden 06 franchises. Like, there's there certain points where it, it's just, yeah, it's just fun to play with some of these guys. Um, and fun to play some of these games, but I don't need to spend $80 on it. And how did I just get robbed on that? Um, But yeah, like I don't think you necessarily need to spend $80 to, to have enjoyment out of these to have the newest thing. Like if I if I if I weren't streaming, I don't think I would have bought this game to be perfectly frank with you. Um, I would have gone through the the old one and just like tried to beat everything, you know, win a Memorial Cup with like 10 different teams and win the Spangler Cup and Eventually, I would just get to... I just want to do the Legends teams all of the time, and and that would be that. So, I... Like, there definitely comes a point where... You know, like, the, the NBA game this year coming out is interesting, because I would love for the act to, to actually have the the real Victor Wimbanyama, um in the game. Like, he feels like someone who I would want, even in a doing, like, all-time teams thing. Um, he seems like someone who I would actually want, but... That being said, I have NBA 2K23 and have a reasonable proximity, I don't think I said that right, um, but have a, a reasonable substitution for Victor Wembanyama in one of the community-created drafts that I, I had last year. So, like, part of it is these franchises have done a good job of making, like, of having replayable stuff, but they also haven't done a good job of elevating one game to the next and making them feel a whole lot different. Like, you go back and play NHL 24... Uh, or sorry, NHL 04. And then play NHL 05. Completely different games. And then NHL 06, completely different. And then NHL 07, completely different. And then NHL 08, completely different. And then they kind of became a bit more copy and paste. But now, like, this game... Minimal difference. Minimal difference, if any difference to NHL 22. Um, to NHL 21. To NHL 20. Like, there just... There isn't enough variety in these games to make it worth the money. And like Toxic said, games are stupid expensive in Canada these days. Oh, there's a goal for them. Yeah, it, it, Toxic, it really does seem like Victor Womenyama is a, a glitch in the system. He, he certainly does seem like... If he can stay healthy, then he is... Like, a glitch in the matrix, really. I just... I can't wait to see him play in actual NBA games against actual NBA talent and just see, like, how these teams handle him. See how San Antonio handles him. Like, how, how do they use him? What do they they use him for? How do they kinda limit his minutes restrictions and stuff like that? That's another one, if we're looking at, at wagers to put on things. Does, like, a Victor Weminyama to not win Rookie of the Year bet. Like basically, it's Victor Wamanyama or the field, I'll take the field. Because I think they're going to minutes restrict, restriction him enough to that he's not going to be able to, to qualify for some of those awards. So maybe the, the move is to put a sprinkle on a couple of other players who uh, might win it instead of just doing that like one or the field. Bet, like put a little sprinkle on Scoot. Um, a sprinkle on a, uh, like, Chet Holmgren. And those types of, uh, guys. Man, I remember, I was at the game, I don't know if you guys remember it, or cared. Um, but I was at the game, it was like four or five years ago, the The Sedin twins were still playing. And Henrik had a hat-trick against the Blackhawks, and literally, like, they won the game. Literally one hat was thrown on the ice. And look, like, I, I love all of my hats, you guys. I don't know if any of you have ever seen any content of mine where I'm not wearing a hat. Um, but, I... So I I get being attached to your hat, but one, one hat was thrown on the ice. It was kind of embarrassing, and I think it became like an actual talking point in Vancouver for a couple of days, or outside of Vancouver anyway, for a couple of days. I guess the other part, just to put a wrap on that video game discussion I had, um, the other part of it too is I don't play a lot of the stuff online. Like, I play this, like, for you guys online, but I don't, um... Oh, hi, Cap. Um, but I don't, like, I I don't do a lot of the Hockey Ultimate Team and the Chell and stuff like that. So, like, obviously if you're into that, then sticking around for it every year is good. But then again, like, you're paying $80 just to keep doing something you were doing last season. It just seems like a lot. My cat was very careful to to not get anywhere near the dog that's laying here. uh, But is now going to try to jump over the dog to get to me. There we go. And we have our first cat sighting of the day. that just blew my dog's mind she's laying here beside me and my cat literally jumped over her to to get up here yeah ultimate team is the the same grind every year that is absolutely 100% the case uh toxic i like and again it's fun but it's worth 80 bucks every year like i don't and then if if you are someone who puts money into it, I don't just like out of principle. Cause I know if I did, I, it would be a slippery slope and I would be that like South park episode where it's like, Oh, you put like a thousand dollars into this thing. It's like, yeah, but I really needed the Jerome McGinley card. So what are you going to do? Yeah. The, the Shillington situation it's, that's a real bummer to, to see that today. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but deeds bringing it up here in the chat. I, um, Oh, damn. Okay. Um, You just, you hope everything's okay, and I was saying before, like, there was one percent of me that thought it was a little presumptuous, that just, any issue he had, there was a timetable on it that just happened to perfectly coincide with the start of training camp, like, that's, there's no timeline on these things, it never always works out perfectly like you would want, um, so I just, I, I hope that it's just a quick, temporary, couple week thing and he'll be back, Um, But first and foremost like you just you genuinely hope that everything is okay with it with this guy and it Honestly, it seemed like it did like not that He's gonna not that he owes it to us to be like oh, yeah No, man still struggling probably not gonna happen this year, but it seemed like everything that you were seeing online um, Different comments made and things like that seemed like he was kind of locked in to to be playing this year And so for for that to come out um, today from the team You just like I said first and foremost you just hope everything is all right Yeah, no, you're absolutely right mental health can change very quickly, and if there's like you you wonder I don't know. I don't even want to speculate too much But if if, is is there something at the dome that that triggered something Um, is it something about like the whatever like It's just it's the the simplest things that can can trigger things you know like um I'm trying to think of a specific example from what what I deal with. But like you'll just see like the most random innocuous or hear a commercial about something and it's like, well, now my day has been ruined. Um, and obviously like there's something bigger than that going on with this. So you just, you, you really do hope that everything is all right with, with him. Man, if anyone should be not stressed about fitness testing, it's that dude. Like he... Seems like he's quite in shape. I, you know, I don't haven't spent a ton of time with him, but in the locker rooms and stuff, when I was uh, allowed such luxuries, uh, he seemed like an in shape dude to me. I I would, I would imagine fitness testing be the thing he'd want to come back for. Like, yeah, man, I'm about to style on all these motherfuckers. Especially now that Geo's gone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the boss here. No, I, I, but again, genuinely hope everything is okay. Um, and we'll see now. Does, Does this mean? (laughs) Because <laughs> Michael Stone's not walking through that door anymore. Um, so does this mean uh, Osterley has a bit more of a, a role on this team than we thought? I don't know if there's an AHL guy who... Like, a lot of the, the kids we were clamoring for Daryl to play last year were forwards. Like, I don't know if there is a defenseman coming in that I feel like absolutely needs the, this opportunity. Um, so, I... I wonder what they're going to, to do with that open spot now, if that is even an open spot. Like, maybe in a week or two, he's totally fine. Like, they're they're still, it's the first day of training camp, but hopefully, um, like, a, a lot of things can change between now and the start of the regular season. And hopefully that's the the case with, with this situation as well. But first, like, it, it feels trivial to talk about the hockey side of things. But, because, like, first and foremost, you just want, you just want the dude to be happy and just hope that he is all right. But with that said like where where does the team go now to, to fill that spot? Because it, it kind of felt like even with him they were a touch light on the blue line for my liking anyway um, So I I wonder what that's gonna mean now going forward uh, Deeds uh, for those not reading the chat. I get that but who knows the fact that being off for a year uh, has him pushing himself to prove he didn't miss a step, and that triggers something, that, that's an excellent point, yeah, no, you're, you're very right, like, maybe that was, like, just, just coming back, he put too much pressure on himself, um, not even fitness testing, but just, like, on ice expectations in general, because there is a, a little bit of the, the Flames and Flames fans hoping that this kid can come in, find an elite form that he had a couple of years ago, and just be, Oh, damn. Um, and and just be the guy that helps fix a, a few issues both offensively and defensively for this team So a, absolutely there he's probably putting a bit too much pressure on himself in, in that sense So no, that's that that is a, a great call. I think there, deeds and a, an interesting Thought about what again it, tough to guess as, as to what is going on, but certainly um, a, a theory worth thinking about there for sure all right, let's see what's uh, Deed saying here. We can only speculate. Like you're saying, his health is uh, his health comes first. I do agree. It gives these kids an extra uh, push in the preseason. Even if it is not a spot up for taking, it gives them the opportunity for Connie and the coaching staff to see them play with NHLers. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's unfortunate, but there is way down the list of priorities, there is a hockey conversation to be had with all of this and now like you said, you're going to get to see how some of these kids and, and a couple maybe veterans that they bring in, get to to kind of handle some extra load, get to play with NHLers play against NHLers, how do they handle that, y- you get to see different pairings, um I think it'll be interesting to see like, I was interested to see where they put Shillington anyway I would have gone right back with Tanev uh, a nice landing spot for him now, like that 10F spot, the last couple of years has turned guys into stars. Do you put a kid with 10F now, or like how how do you handle this now, going forward? <laughs> sorry, sorry about um, all of the 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 ads there, but um, but yeah, like that that's it's a great point. Like you you have, again, first and foremost, you hope he's okay. Um, I feel like I've said that like 18 times on this, but really just want to drive that home. Um, yeah, 10. Of, you like you said, 10 of second pair would be the spot for Shillington. Now I don't know who gets that spot. Um, I don't know if that's a, a Zadorov spot or like, do you want a, a kid to come in and kind of fill that role? So that there's an opportunity here for someone to to step up now. Um, honestly, like. Zadorov kind of took advantage of that last year like he he had one of his better years uh, last season there were some times where he wasn't great but Like I I think without um, Shillington being out for the year We we don't necessarily see all of that from Zadorov and see what Michael Stone had to to offer Um, And and some of those sorts of things so it's well with with every unfortunate circumstance there is a, another opportunity for for someone to come in and step up and we'll see Who that person is that that gets the chance to, to step up now? Yeah, I agree with that. I, I do think a couple of games you, you have to put whoever Like if it's Zodorov, um, If it's whoever is gonna be a regular season guy like put them on a couple of games in the preseason Just so there's a, a comfort there but yeah like give, give a couple of kids a, a shot in those spots for sure and again hopefully the um the the Shillington spot is just filled by Shillington like hopefully this is just a couple of weeks and and he's back but we thought that last training camp too but yeah um back on the the flames though it kind of seemed like most of the roster was kind of set like I'm sure someone could have jumped up and like, there are very few sure things, but going into training camp, it, it didn't feel like, oh, this is a 50-50 toss-up. It was a bit more, oh, this is, this guy's his job to lose. Um, and now, if Shillington is out, then I feel like that there is an actual opportunity for a real-life camp battle to, to happen now. Uh, who do you think is now the frontrunner for the C? Right now? Boy, that's an interesting question, because my pick for the C has been obvious for a co- since Gio left. My pick for the C has been Michael Backlund. Um, and I I think that he is everything you would want from a captain. But that's an expiring contract, and it's at least sounded like at initially that he was very open to not being here anymore. Um, so you don't want to have a captain only to trade him. Four or five months later. I think the Rastus Anderson one is a real interesting call. Um, it feels like he is kind of a, a guy who has stepped up at different times when leadership roles have been needed and um, really stepped up in a, a big time way. So I, I think he could be someone who kind of takes that to a, another level now with this team. Um, if you lock in Lindholm to a long contract, I could see him doing it, but. Uh, R- Rasmus would probably be my pick right now, but I'd be open to a couple of other suggestions. I hope this is a good year for Ruzicka. I'm, I'm high on the kid, um, and it just fell off a cliff last year, but as we have discussed before, last year wasn't exactly the easiest to, to be one of the kids last year. So I, I think that. And
1: now he moves it quickly to Wilson.
0: I think that this could be a, a really good year for Rzichka, kind of get him into an environment that is more suited to, to help him play better. And, cause I, I just, he's been a really strong, solid player at every level. I don't think you just lose that all once you get to the NHL. Now is he going to be like top six guy on the, the Flames? Probably not, but, but I think that he is a guy. Who absolutely could fit in in a bottom six role on this team and be extremely productive and if someone in the top six gets hurt he can move up for a game or three and and be productive there I think he could have a real role on this team for a long time doing that sort of a thing I'm just excited it's back I'm really looking forward to to this hockey season Um, doing another another full year of game over me and Audie Uh, hopefully Audie and I are going to be doing a few more games together this year we had it set up last year where we were going to do um like most of the year he and i would just kind of be split and get our own guests that way um and then when the the big games came late in the season it'd be he and i and the 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 the, 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 the mega powers would reunite with hulk hogan and the and uh, the macho man just doing the the handshake brother um but then the big games never came for the flames and that became a bit of an issue so hey we're going to schedule those for earlier in the year and B, we're hoping that the Flames are actually in important games um, as the, the season kind of winds down this time around. Or we'll come on late in the year and talk about which junior prospects we're excited about. The the Hitmen have a guy in the, the top, like, 15 of Bobby Max rankings. So, I, uh... Maybe it'll just be game over Hitmen by the end of the year and we can talk about... The, the Flames maybe getting a kid from the Hitman. Uh, just seeing Dube out there. I'm hoping we get a resolution to the... Um, that 2018 World Junior thing soon. Because I will admit, like... Obviously, you know, there... You know something happened. Um, but you just don't know who's involved. And so... Innocent until proven guilty in that sense. But... Like, it, it honestly until it gets resolved and we figure out if Dubé was a part of something or not, and he takes the pass. there's a bit of me that's like, it's tough to cheer for the guy. And it's tough to, to celebrate different things with him. And any time I talk about Dubé, I absolutely preface it with, you know, on the ice, I like what Dubé has done. Because you just, you, you don't know, right? And so I hope that this gets resolved soon. So we can just either go back to liking one of the young, exciting players on this team, or you, you can, like, there's proper... Uh, proper discipline handed out, and it, if it turns out he did something, then hopefully someone like that isn't on the team that you cheer for anymore. So, hoping that that gets resolved soon, just to, to get that whole thing figured out. Um, oh, quickly, answering this one, does Tampa, uh, does Tampa trade Stamkos? I don't think so. Um, I, I, that feels like something that will get resolved. Um, Kind of quickly, I I would suggest. Like, Tampa Bay isn't an organization that lets those things just linger on, right? So, I I think Tampa Bay is certainly a team that will get the the Stamkos situation figured out. So, I don't think Stamkos gets traded. And as we've seen from a Flames standpoint, it's difficult to make trades given the the salary cap situation in the league right now. And Tampa Bay, if they're going to trade Stamkos, they're going to want it to be a win-now package. And if you're trading for Stamkos, you're also in win-now mode. So, unless it's Stamkos for, like, a high-level defenseman, I don't know if that trade is actually going to be one that happens. Uh, But, yes, I'm going to sign off now. Um, As always, you guys have been great. Deeds, Toxic, uh, Gorilla in the chat. Always fun. Um, Happy to have Gorilla for the first time. That was great. Um, So, yes, thank you all so much. Um, If you're new to me, I have a podcast called Couch Potato Diary. Doing it... (laughs) yeah toronto is certainly a one you you know those rumors are starting already um like you'll find a a pajamas picture of steven samkos at some point but no i I don't think he gets traded to toronto but uh yes if you're new to me i have a podcast i'm doing it daily now during the football season and it'll obviously ramp up from there with uh longer shows during the hockey and basketball season as well you can find me on social media twitter instagram and tiktok i'm at primetime klein you know twitch.tv slash primetime pk i put all of these up on uh youtube a day after so you can kind of follow along with everything but uh yeah this has been a lot of fun and i will uh talk to you all later have a great day everyone